0: Hey, why don't you say we check some sports? Sports Central. Talk Radio 96.7. Sports Central brought to you by Staybridge Bridge Suites. In the sports chairs, Ryan Buckley. Thank you,
1: Eric. Welcome to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Ryan Buckley, Mark McCollum, Jenna Kid out in California right now. So uh, she's not here. San Diego. No. I thought maybe she'd call in, but I told her five o'clock. She didn't think Pacific time two oh. o'clock. She's gonna call in around eight o'clock, Eric. So just be ready for that. I'll be ready. <laughs> I'll, be <laughs>
2: I'll be ready. <laughs> <laughs> How's everything going, Mark? Amazing. Yeah. Happy Thursday. Happy Happy Thursday. Yeah.
1: I can't. It's It's amazing. This week has. I'll oh, go ahead. You've you know, people say. say
2: TGIF. I say TGIT. Yeah, Thank goodness, it's it. <laughs> ticket
1: Thank God, it's Thursday. Yeah, well, we're gonna have a great show for you today. A lot going on. I just came from the RP Funding Center. Quick walk across the street. Miss Florida in town. She's here. She's well. The competition. Oh, okay, here, sorry. So the
2: candidates from across. common misconception. You know,
1: the future Miss Florida is here. Right. Oh, One of them yes, is going to be Miss yes. Florida. So yes, Mark. Applause to you. How exciting! Very good job, How guys. Exciting. Amazing show. Um, yeah, do a great job over there. Our our team on the tourism side. They. They grind this week. It's a lot. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot, a lot of, of events. And just a lot of moving parts to this event. Yeah. We had Lindsey Franksman on last week. She did a phenomenal that job. That was a phenomenal Phenomenal interview. interview. Yeah. And she really spelled out all the bits and pieces, the nooks and crannies that come with this type of event. And it is a plethora of different things that they do. For and it's really cool Florida to learn event.
2: more about her, too, and her her platform and what she's uh, her stance is. I mean yeah, quite. Or what her what her causes for, yeah.
1: That's what I'm saying, yeah, quite an amazing upbringing for yeah. Lindsay Prankman and and her ability to not only give back but continue to be uber involved, you yeah. know, in the community. Very busy. She's very busy, busy stuff. Very busy She's stuff. She's getting her
2: masters? I, I remember
1: correctly. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. I think you I think you did remember correctly. But well, listen, goodness. one thing that we want to forget is the overtime game last night. That's oh, something man. that I think a lot of people listening to the show right now wish they would forget. What
2: a We're not going to let them know. Nah. Oh. What a game. It's though. good to conquer our disappointments and our fears.
1: Well, listen, I've you know, I've heard this talk now about oh my god, series is over. Colorado won. It's it, Stanley Cup's over. Like, excuse me. What there are three more games potentially to play here. Yeah. Why are we why are we floating it in right now? These are back to back Stanley Cup champions getting disrespected all over the place. I
2: don't understand. That. Yeah, I mean, all it takes is they win this next game back at home for game six. I mean, anything can happen. You have the best goalie in the NHL. Right, as your
1: goaltender, anything's possible when you have the best goal in the NHL. He actually played fairly well, you know. Yesterday, he had a couple really big saves, a couple times yes. he got helped out by his uh good buddy, the goalpost. But you know, sometimes when a puck hits the post, it just means you had the net covered, yeah, I mean, there's nowhere for that puck to go, exactly posting out, didn't hit the post, it was gonna hit your pad or something, something, yeah. But the first period of that game, you're looking at what 13 to 2 in shots in favor of the Tampa Bay Lightning, they outplayed Colorado. That last part of the third period, again, they flurried Colorado, <laughs> flurry avalanche. They flurried. Look Colorado. at you, yeah. So I don't think this series is over. No. And as you know, in the office, I, I have not picked a Lightning game right to save the life. So maybe I, I should say, say the series is over. This entire time. <laughs> maybe I should say the series is over. <laughs> yeah. This series, I did so. I before this game, I said four three Colorado in overtime. They just seemed like they were going to bounce back and have a good win. Three two in overtime, obviously. But listen, Lightning fans, I don't think the series is over. Mm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Ship this one in yet?
2: What are your thoughts on? I know some people have some gripes with the referees at the end there, with too many men on the ice potentially. But what are your thoughts on Boy, that?
1: Boy, okay, so let's let's put that to the side for a second. Okay? okay, I forget what I just said. Victor Hedman on that play got tripped. Yeah, I mean he clearly got tripped. Yeah. At that same token, Nazim Kadri in the offensive zone, he he got tripped. So right, but I mean the Victor Hedman one. It's tripping, it's interference, it's holding. You take your pick on which one you want to call. Something has to be called there. Mm -hmm. I get it's a pivotal part of the game. You got about six and a half left in the third period. You gotta, you gotta blow the whistle on that one. But check into the boards. I believe it was on Stamkos. That's from behind. It's boarding. If it's not boarding, again, you call interference. He's not necessarily yet ready to play the puck. So those are two big miss calls. Right. Right. Now in overtime, I don't know if it's too many men. Here's why. If you call, if you really look at a freeze frame of that play. And you want to be super specific. Tampa Bay had seven guys on the ice. <laughs> yeah.
2: So yeah. so
1: you can't, like out of one side of your mouth, you can't say Colorado has too many men on the ice when Tampa has seven guys on the ice. Yeah. So it's either uh, coincidental minors, to two, too many men on the ice. The referees now have to count to 13. That's a lot of counting for those uh, zebras. But conversely... I don't think it is because the guy that's coming off. We talked about this in our office. For some reason, this got heated this morning trying to talk about this. But Tyler I, was furious. I, I'm furious. Tyler Cruz was just not happy with this. Uh, this Ran for and him. Forth. He's usually very he's temperament. Yes. Yeah. That guy going off the ice in Colorado. He, he's one. He's not in the play. But two, by the time he gets to the bench area where they typically say, "Okay, you're, you're still on the ice, but you're good to get off." Yeah. He, the other guys barely coming on the ice. Mm. There's like don't a margin think, for error there. Yeah. I'd be more upset at the Victor Hedman trip. Mm. That's okay. a trip. Yeah. I mean, that's a trip.
2: Yeah, kind of watching that sequence take place there on the game-winning goal, Tampa was exhausted in that overtime period. It was tough. They but threw everything they, they had to, in the third period, A shift right? change, and yeah. I saw it happening. There's no way they stopped this goal. <laughs> well,
1: you know what, too? When when you watch the Lightning, right, and look look through the playoffs, okay, so they've, you know, Florida, right? Florida was a fast team, but the Lightning matched their speed. I would argue Tampa was much faster than that awful horror show of a team down in florida new coach by the way down in florida big fan yeah big fan paul maurice coming up from winnipeg but if you if you look at that you know that that standard you're coming from a series with the rangers who play slow as molasses right and now you're you're jumping up to the fastest team you're ever going to see yeah. so it's it's quite a leap not to mention the first two games uh, don't necessarily think this is a talking point but you're playing in mile high you're playing in denver yeah right air quality is a little bit different yeah, you, oxygen, I, I know. I don't necessarily agree with it. But point being, you're, you're jumping speed, and you see how fast this Colorado team is. I mean, Nathan McKinnon is the, the fastest it is, guy it in It Paris looks Gates. different. Kale McCarr is absolutely yeah. bewildering. So, yeah, you know, it's a tough matchup for them. But it's not over. That's the not message over. of hope today on this show. Yeah. Not over. Not over till it's over. Not over till it's over. Mark, nah, we'll switch gears a little bit here so we don't talk too much. Like It's not a hockey show. It's a sports
2: show. But just to switch gears on this. Oh, go ahead. You know, it is funny. I've watched one— Complete game of hockey now, and I'm an expert. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's a sport it's fun that, to it watch. It grips you, man. It grips you. Playoff hockey is different. It's a totally different
1: atmosphere. Yeah. Totally different atmosphere. Um, switching gears on you real quick. Look at the NFL side. Right, we're getting closer. I mean, we're coming back in July. We learned the difference between mini camps, OTAs. Talked about this in our office. Yeah. Mandatory mini camps, off season workouts, etc. So if you look at the upcoming season. What are some things maybe that's happened recently on the NFL side we should keep our eyes out on as we build on? Whether that's a free agency, whether that's teams making moves, whether that's roster changes, cuts, step charts, etc. What are we thinking?
2: Yeah, something I am keeping an eye on is players, either former first-round picks who are in their final year before their player option, mm. or it's their player option year. So our last year of the contract— Typically some high profile players, they want their contract extension to happen before they reach that free agency period. Sure. So some of these players, I think I have here Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Terry McLaurin, uh, Jesse Bates, uh, the third, safety from the Bengals, um, some notable players in their final year of the contract. Um, this Lamar Jackson thing, I'm a Ravens fan, so I'm I'm I pay very close attention to this. Like this is huge. Oh yeah. I think people are blowing it way out of the water. I think someone asked him during minicamp if he was going to sit out of training camp if he didn't have a contract still, and he it's a throwaway line. He says, "I don't know." He had been answering questions on this topic for like ten minutes. Jeez, they, they've been it was like six questions they asked him about the same thing. He kept giving them the answer. He's like, "I want to be a Raven for my my entire career. Um, this is where I want to be." Right. He was tired of it. He's like. I don't know. Yeah. Next question. Yeah, you, you, you hit a breaking point, right? Yeah. You know
1: what that's similar to, which is, is a great segue. Great segue, Mark. Great job on setting this one up. Yeah, you. give yourself for oh, applause. You. No, this yeah. is a team effort. Guys on the Live Golf Tour. Oh I mean yes. just waves, right? So Brooks Kepka, the latest PGA domino to fall, moving over to the Live Golf Tour. And if you remember Brooks Kepka just a week ago was like, guys, stop asking me questions about Live. Like I'm not dealing with it. I'm a US open US guy. Open I'm ready week. to go. It's US Open Week. You're painting a dark cloud over this competition, I haven't even thought about it. Apparently, he's a quick thinker. He, uh, <laughs> yeah. he right after the U.S. Open, yes. it's like, you know what? No, I'm going over to live. I'm yeah. doing it. So he goes over. A uh, couple other guys, obviously notable. Obviously, Kevin Na already over there. Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson. So he joins a pretty good core of people that have gone over. And
2: I want to mention this as well. Conor Kawa, I mentioned this to you yesterday.
1: Yeah, this is an he, interesting one.
2: He tweeted out he was not joining. There was some speculation he was going to join. Yeah. Uh, but he made it very clear he was not joining. But he also threw away his last. Uh, bit of that tweet was that he has to go pour his cereal into his milk, and yeah. that opened up a whole flurry of conversations. Because, like,
1: do you put milk in before your cereal? Who does right? that? Right? I mean, who does that?
2: Colin Morikawa does. <laughs> Apparently, it, yeah. he does. It's a big one. yeah. He went out, He wants a study on it uh, as as how rare this is. Because he didn't know. How, no. do know how do you not know that? do did not
1: know that. You got to know. You're like one like, well, of the only people in the world that, that. that does that. Yeah, that's you know. I mean, that's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely like, did you ridiculous. put your
2: gravy down first for the mashed potatoes?
1: No, that's a, great, that's a great example. Good example, Mark. Thank you. Well, on that note, let's head to break. Uh, when we come back on the other side, we're going to switch. We'll we'll switch off of uh, what came first, the cereal or the milk, and we will move on to some baseball updates. So don't go anywhere. Stick right here in Sports Central on Talk Radio
0: 96.7. Hey, we're getting back into Sports Central. Talk Radio 96.7, Sports Central, brought to you by Hollywood Signs. In the sports chairs, Ryan and Mark. Welcome back to
1: Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Ryan Buckley, Mark McCollum. How we doing, brother? Feeling good. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate you being Uh, curious about how I'm doing. We're kind of like, you know, like Messier and Chelios. We have pretty good chemistry. Like the analysts from the NHL game last night.
2: We almost finished each other's sentences.
1: Wow. But I would say... You know, I mean, we didn't practice that we at We clearly all. are not that good of hockey players, so that would definitely be different. You're a
2: former hockey player. No, if I'm not. Oh
1: no, wow. no, the chemistry continues. We can't do that. The chemistry <laughs> continues. No, we got good. I mean, we got good good on air chemistry. We also don't have as much of a uh, spray tan as Chris Chelios has
0: on, oh, wow. on the commentary. Shots fired
1: <laughs> on the commentary that we don't have. Shots Chris fired. Chelios, I mean, absolute. Both of them, I mean, HOFers, just amazing hockey players.
2: I did enjoy hearing Charles Barkley uh, a couple games ago. Give his uh, best shot at being a hockey analyst.
1: He's incredible. That I could listen to him.
2: Talk about anything. (laughs) That guy is just absolutely incredible. It was kind of frustrating though, as like a new person to hockey, and I'm listening to Charles Barkley describe try to describe a hockey play. I'm like, what is happening? He's like, well, they're they're it's two on two and they just scored. Well, and you know
1: know what he does too, which I he's one of the only people that I know that does this religiously. in everything they talk about, he gives a shout out. To like 10 people in the phrase <laughs> yeah, of one thing. Yeah. He's like, you know, oh, this person did this. Oh, shout out to my man. You know, sitting in the yeah. front row. Guy's awesome. This is that. And it's like, that has nothing to do with the play. That <laughs> literally had yeah. that. The, the replay's already something over. something else in the crowd. But the other replay's other over and he's yeah. still giving shout outs. Yeah. This guy's incredible. Um, but just an incredible human being. Really good stuff there. Uh, listen, you mentioned Charles Barkley. I know we said baseball, but because you want to segue Charles Barkley. Basketball. NBA draft night,
2: Magic. Got number one overall pick. God. Not a whole lot of talk going into this draft on, uh, not really. I guess as yes, it's a huge deal, but I haven't really heard much about it. I think it's kind of different because the NFL draft is so blown up. It's I think it's because those players have so much more of an immediate impact to their teams compared to the NBA, where it takes them maybe two or three years to where you're seeing like a real impact that these rookies have or these uh, these draft players have yeah. on their teams.
1: Well, and you know what, too? With Orlando, they're so young, right? Yeah. So there was, the crazy enough, you know, a couple of days ago, they're talking about, hey, who, who are the Magic going to take, right? Like, who's this guy going to be? Who's going to be the next face of the franchise? And there were some people who were like, the fact that they haven't kind of disclosed or a source hasn't reported it, like, are they trading away this pick? Are mm-hmm. they going to get rid of this and say no? We need to make a move now. Go get a good veteran, bring him in, get some future draft capital, and go that route. Mm-hmm. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah. I think that's going to be a Jabari Smith or a Chet Holmgren. Yes, I think um, those
2: are the two players top of the board. Um, could like go two throw different throw directions Paulo too.
1: Bencherro, right? Like from Duke, yeah Duke,
2: which is totally those top three players. Yeah,
1: yeah, totally possible. But I don't think he's going to land in Orlando. I think they'd be foolish not to take Jabari Smith. But yeah, we'll and see what it
2: feels like Jabari Smith and uh, Bencherro from Duke are the two like most NBA-ready players of the three. Chet Holmgren yeah. may have the higher ceiling, but he's not ready to play in the NBA right now, I don't think.
1: Yeah, and listen, if you're, uh, if you're the Orlando Magic, you'll get another big guy, right? Another big seven. I mean, what's Chet Holmgren, seven foot?
2: Oh, yeah, all three of those guys it's, are huge. They're all massive. But yeah. I mean,
1: I think Chet Holmgren's literally a seven yeah. footer. So now you got Mo Bamba, Chet Holmgren, two big guys on the interior, right? Yeah. Got a couple young, youthful guys on the outside.
2: So Yeah, you would consistently have you're not going to start all three of those, most no, likely. So you consistently have that rim protector in there. Oh, 100%. And that threat from the inside. 100%. Whatever yeah. thought for you.
1: Yep.
2: In draft strategy, would you rather have the best player available or would you try to fill a need on your roster?
1: So it's funny you mentioned that. So I don't know if you saw, but the the second pick for the Magic, they traded
2: away. What pick was
1: that? That was in the
2: 30s. Um, it okay. was
1: earlier today they traded away. I want to say they traded away to the 76ers, and I think oh, they like got a the future second-round Their first-second-round round pick. pick or something? Yeah, yeah okay. and they got a future second-round pick out of it. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. You know, I think the NBA right now, at least take a look at Golden State, right? So Golden State just won the championship. Fourth one in, what, eight years?
2: Yeah, fourth in eight, eight years.
1: So if you look at— Can't confirm. You look at their starting rotation, right? So you get a healthy Klay Thompson, right? Steph Curry— Draymond Green. So you have three high-caliber players, right? That are that are guaranteed on your starting line, and Andrew Wiggins, who played phenomenal mm-hmm. basketball, yeah, right. And then you're rotating the fifth guy. Jordan so that's Poole. a Jordan Poole. Looney comes off the bench, obviously takes out Draymond for a size uh, opportunity, but really those that's kind of like your five or six. And they right? saw James
2: Wiseman, who was hurt. Oh, 100 uh, percent. Former top three pick, I think. Absolutely, the draft,
1: yeah. But so you take a look; you kind of need like one to two young guys. Right. And then you need three superstars. I mean, you need, that's that's what everybody's trying to build, right? Mm-hmm. Milwaukee, look what happened. You take Chris Middleton out. Yeah, they're, a guy, they're done. They're cooked. Boston
2: could just focus on Giannis the entire time. Absolutely
1: cooked. Boston, same thing, right? Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, Al Horford. Like, so they have a rotation that they keep on deck, and that's super beneficial. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's and an people always point. use a
2: common example um, in the Michael Jordan draft when Portland passed over Michael because they needed a big guy. They already had right. Clyde Drexler. So like, we're not going to get Michael Jordan. Well, they missed out on Michael Jordan. <laughs> oh, 100%. And
1: listen, like to bring him more local, obviously the reason that draft picks are always interesting when it comes to the Orlando Magic side is we can see this talent here in Lakeland. Yeah. Right? Somebody that's a young guy, gets hurt, wants to come down, you know, bam.
2: I think up. the Magic take Chet Holmgren, and there's a good chance at some point during the season that he's going to be in Lakeland playing for the Magic. Oh, ab-
1: absolutely. You know, You never know, like, you know, do they make a trade on draft night, maybe get another second-round pick? and build from there right it's always going to be interesting stuff yeah. but uh draft again that is tonight i believe it's on espn yeah i think it's eight eight, yeah. eight o'clock sounds correct yep. yeah so number one overall pick magic by the way just to update traded the 35th overall pick to the lakers for a future second round pick and cash considerations that was the update earlier today uh we are going to go to break but when we come back on the other side of break let's talk a little bit of detroit tigers tampa bay rays and then some local sports as well don't go anywhere. Stick right here on Sports Central. Talk Radio
0: 96.7. Hey, let's get back into sports. Sports Central. Sports Central brought to you by Spring Hill Sweets. Your host of Sports Central this afternoon is Ryan Buckley. Thank you, sir. Eric, welcome back to Sports
1: Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Mark, halfway done. Home stretch here. Flying by. Absolutely flying by. I felt like this week has flown by to be honest with you. In fact, it's already uh, honestly
2: there. it's felt like every day has been like a Thursday or Friday. And
1: it's weird too, because usually in buildups to a holiday, like Fourth of July coming up, I guess we do have another week. But when usually when an event like that is coming up, it actually feels like it takes longer to get there. Yeah. Like looking forward to something anticipation So like whenever we're me.
2: leaving on like a vacation or something. Yeah. It's like man, that like last couple of days is like it just feels like it's on. gonna drag on, right? Yeah. No. But not this show. Not for, show. Us. Not we for are this show. Through. We
1: are flying through here. Absolutely incredible. Shout out to the Spring Hill Suites. I heard that Charles Barkley. <laughs> oh, I'll give a shout out to the Spring <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Shout out to the Spring Hill Suites. They are Thank I mean, literally, we could probably see them if we walk out the door right here. They're right over there. Stone's throw away. Stone's throw away. And they have done a phenomenal job. They help out with the Miss Florida event with hosting meetings and making sure everybody's taken care of. They just do phenomenal work. John Lout and his whole crew over there um just do fantastic stuff. Really great job. Really good job. Really glad to have them as a partner with Poke Tourism Sports Marketing. Yes. Really good people. Great partnership. Really good people. Mark on the baseball side. We had uh, the Evil Empire in town uh, yeah. in Tampa.
2: Speaking of really good, I mean, they're 51 and 18. Yeah. They New York are, Yankees are a good baseball
0: team. Yeah. That's good baseball. That's a lot of good baseball. That's there. a lot
2: of not bad baseball. That's good baseball. <laughs> a lot of good baseball. Unfortunately for the Rays, though, they've had a tough season so far. A lot of injuries, uh, especially this last week. I saw Manuel Margot likely out for. Um, a while it seems like with a knee injury, Kevin Kiermaier back on the IL yeah, after getting after returning from the IL back on the aisle, Unfortunately, yeah, um, and they lost two or three from New York.
1: They did drop two or yeah. three.
2: Yeah, good and, to get that yeah. one win though. Honestly,
1: well, and to be honest with you, I mean the one game they lost, what four or two? Uh, Garrett Cole had a no hitter going in the eight innings. Yeah. They came back. And last that night they lost out.
2: five to four to New York. Um, G Man Choi again, two for three. One of my favorite players in the entire oh, league. Absolutely love him.
1: Uh, Aaron Judge two home runs. He's at twenty seven now in the year. He guy is just playing out of his is, mind. he knows it's a contract. Here. Yeah, that's what you would expect in a contract <laughs> year. He's like,
2: I like deserve this money.
1: He didn't get that extension to start the year from the Yankees, and they have got to be like Brian Cashman has just got to be like hey, his price has gone up every single day. What am I doing here? What's yeah. going on? Why didn't I sign this guy? Yeah. Should have just paid him
2: the money. He doesn't want to make a deal in the season, right? Well, he wanted it before the season, right? But he wouldn't make a deal during the season. No, no, yeah, no. He, he said he wanted it solved. I, oh my god, yeah.
1: I mean, he's he's
2: ready for a big pay. Yeah, and there's no point in doing it now because its value is only going to go up. No,
1: there's going to be a team that is going to just be shoveling money yeah. into the Aaron Judge bank vault. It is going to be a lot of money. That's probably
2: yeah. going to head that young man's way. And you're probably happy. As a Yankees fan, at least. Oh, for as the, Yankees for fan! The, I'm for excited for the record right this season now. so far. Yeah.
1: And as a Rays fan, you know, kind of a little bit of a role reversal here, right? I think most people thought the Rays would be the team to catch in the AL East. Come back with a really good lineup, but um to your point, injuries have just really put a hamper, you know, on the season so far. What do you think it's gonna take for the race to kind of climb out of this? And not even that they put themselves in a hole, you just have a team playing really good baseball right now in the AL East. You know, how do you kind of chip away at that division lead? So I think you have to look the at the year?
2: bright side. I was talking to Tyler earlier. He's talking about how they have so many young players playing right now because yeah. because of injuries. Yeah. So bright side is you're getting all these young players plenty of experience. Sure. Maybe before they're ready, but still, experience is experience. They're going to use that in the future to help them turn this thing around. Um, I think health is going to be huge as well. Uh, getting players back healthy. A lot of starting pitchers are out. A lot of a lot of players out just in general across that lineup. Wander Franco arguably be their best player on the injured list right now. Uh, know a couple of pitchers, Tyler Glass now on the injured list. Um, a few others that I don't like to mention, but yeah. key arms that they're missing. So I think health. Um, and just counting on their youth to youth to get to progress as the season goes.
1: Right. No, absolutely. And I think to your point, like that experience is just invaluable. Right. It's going to pay off in future years. Might not see it immediately. Might not see it overnight. You might with some players, though. You might see it before the end of the season.
2: And two, they're in the AL East,
1: very tough division.
2: Arguably the toughest division in baseball. And now, not to brag, <laughs> you can't brag on this team. But the Orioles, you're the Orioles, aren't you? They're right? no longer like. Just a cakewalk, it seems like.
1: No it's a tough team, you know. It's the one the Yankees have had the most trouble with. <laughs> yeah, Orioles. I mean they've yeah. they've walked through Toronto, they've, they've handled Tampa fairly. I mean, well. a great
2: example is Tampa. Tampa was nineteen and one against the Orioles last year. I think the Baltimore already has six, six. five or six wins against Tampa this yeah. year. So completely
1: different, totally different team. Yeah, and those are big in division matchups. You know, that's yeah. where you get ground on your division rivals. So those are important. I mean, games. it was something you mentioned
2: like a week ago all. Four AL East teams were in the playoffs in some capacity. Yeah. Yankees division winner and then the three wild card spots going to the Red Sox, Toronto, it's and Tampa.
1: Well, a team that would love to claw their way into that conversation is our counterpart, the Detroit Tigers, obviously longstanding partnership with the Tigers organization here in Lakeland. Uh, they played an AL East counterpart, the Boston Red Sox. I know we were both obviously rooting against the Red Sox in that matchup. Yeah. Boy, it, that, ma- that did not go well. I mean, the Red Sox taken all three games in that series.
2: Yeah, not good. But I will say this. One of their top prospects, Riley Green. Yeah. We've seen him down here we've in Lakeland. Him down here. Spring yeah. training and, of course, in their single-life affiliate, the Lakeland Flying Tigers. Absolutely. He's off to a fantastic start. Really against the norm for some of these younger players. Um, a lot of top prospects this year really struggling to start out, out of the gate. But he's hitting 375 with an OPS of .899 so, so far this season. He's only been up for like a week, so a small sample size. But still, you got to be encouraged if you're a Tigers fan, looking at Riley Green, one of your key pieces of the future, um, having a lot of success here in the early going.
1: You know, it was really great to have spring training this year, right? Because you remember, you know, we go way back when. March, February, March. It was looking kind of like, what's going to happen
2: here? You weren't sure if they were going to play. Well,
1: I mean, you thought spring training would just be canceled, right? Yeah. Like The fact they got spring training in, albeit a little bit delayed, a little bit past the ideal start time, you're still able to see some of those top prospects with people in the stands on top of that to be able to check out this group of young, talented players here in Lakeland. Now, obviously, you mentioned Riley Green. There was a couple other prospects we were able to see. Spencer Torkelson comes to mind and a couple others in that mix as well. You know, how has that overall crop done? How have those overall players done and accelerated? Whether it's up with the big club or just in those minor league levels, what's your take on how other players outside of Riley Green have done?
2: Yeah, I think you've got to be encouraged. Uh, Spencer Torkelson, one of those guys who's kind of gone off to a rough start this year, but you've seen him kind of slowly progress, uh, figure it out the play. I mean, completely different level of pitching come from the Triple A level to the major league level. Oh, and you look at guys like on the pitching side, uh, Casey Mize was off to a good season. Uh, unfortunately got hurt. I think he's on the injured list now. I think he's on the 60-day yep. injured list. But Tariq Skubal, um, he looks like a really promising young lefty in their starting rotation. He's had a great season so far. It's really Absolutely. just a matter of, you know, talking about Magic, taking time for their young talent to develop and, and uh, kind of grow together. Really just a matter of time for this Tigers team to grow together. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's always, it's just really cool to think, it, you know, similar to like the Lakeland Magic, like you do get to see that next, Pedigree, yeah. right, of athletes that are going to take place and go to the
2: big club. And that's what's and so exciting locally. about our team here in Lakeland. Like, you're looking at the future Detroit Tigers players. You're looking absolutely. at what could be the building blocks of a successful Detroit team right oh, here in absolutely.
1: Lakeland. And on top of that, right, Lakeland is a, uh, the destination also from a rehab side and an assignment right. side. you know. So those players who are you know, coming off a rehab assignment or they need something, they come down here. Yeah. I mean, this is where they come to so to always kind of get back in the mode. you we got to so keep an
2: eye out on who might be in Lakeland. You m- never know.
1: never know. And yeah. with some of the injury bug that we've seen go around the MLB, it could likely yeah. be possibly do see so. I mean, we hope not. We hope everyone yeah. stays healthy, obviously. But you could see some guys. You mentioned the offended.
2: lockout and the shortened spring training. That could be a factor. I mean, likely it's a factor in uh, the injuries in Tampa. And, and across the league, too. And do you
1: think they're doing that, right? Do you think teams are saying, hey, look, we had this lockout. We had the shortened or abridged." spring training you know we like we have to monitor innings pitch right as a common one yeah. you know we have to put guys on a shorter leash particularly start of the year they're starting to get their arms kind of in motion make sure they have all their mechanics down do you start to see the tightening of the leash as you get closer to the middle of the season or do they kind of unregulate some of those things
2: yeah and you've seen that even like major league baseball they're aware of it like yeah. the like the front office or the um like the commissioning office commissioner's yeah, yeah, yeah. office yeah. Yep. they had it they implement, implemented a rule where I think 14 pitchers were allowed on the roster now. I think it was this last Monday where now you can only have 13 pitchers on the roster. They wanted more arms available to limit the number of innings pitched. Sure. But now they're like, all right, almost halfway through the season, time for these guys to start ramping up a bit. And uh, so now they're down to 13 pitchers.
1: Interesting, right? How they do those in waves. And then playoffs come, and it's like, yeah, you expand it a little bit. You need more guys mm-hmm. in the bullpen. You need more guys that are available in the dugout. The strategy starts to take fold yeah. when you have those games in quicker sequence and when guys are really starting to throw their arms out. That's always <laughs> I mean, an and exciting time, harder.
2: too. Um, in September, those September call-ups. Oh, so all of the 40-man roster is available to be called up and because uh, the clubhouse opens up to 40 people. Usually you can only have 26 now, I believe, in a major league class but in that time it's up to 40 so some of these players in lakeland um if they continue to have good seasons could find their way in detroit in september
1: absolutely absolutely well said mark well when we come back we'll talk about our local lakeland flying tigers how they've done so far this season some games they have coming up and we'll talk about a Polk county soccer matchup that had playoff implications on the line don't go anywhere sports central talk radio 96.7
0: Talk Radio 96.7 and Sports Central on the air right now. Brought to you by Jimmy John's. Freaky fast. They, they got the sports in there, too, and they're pretty quick, too. That would be Mark and Ryan.
1: Eric, thank you so much. I mean, Eric, great job on the music today. Absolutely phenomenal job on the music. I like it when you clap. It's just phenomenal. <laughs> we love it. We love it. Yeah. It's the, this is the new thing, too. <laughs> sports Central Talk Radio 96.7. On the Jimmy John's topic, quick shout-out to our interns. They have done phenomenal. We got John. We got Abby. And we got Jared. Jared, uh, Jimmy John's, Jimmy John's Jared. Jared. Employee. His dad, Doug Law. Uh, big shout out to Doug. <laughs> Charles Barkley Show. Big shout out to Doug Law. Does a phenomenal job. Great partnership we have with Jimmy John's. Helping out with the Miss Florida event. A couple other events we have coming in on the pipeline. Yeah. So really great to work with them. And they are Freaky Fast. It is insane. You put in an order, it's bam, at your door.
2: Speaking of Freaky Fast, this show has flown by it,
1: Freaky Fast. It has gone by Freaky Fast. can't believe we're in the last segment of this it's show. It's freaky. It's... <laughs> Freak fast. Insane. <laughs>
2: Absolutely insane.
1: Well, listen, we talked about the Detroit Tigers, Lakeland Flying Tigers, uh just coming off a series against Daytona. Mark, how'd we do in that one?
2: The Flying Tigers, they tied their series three games apiece. Sorry, good, good I couldn't find the information happening. Like, here? <laughs> this is not good. Um, but right now they're playing a series against Fort Myers. Um I think they split the first couple games so far. Uh play tonight at 6:30. Um, of course, another promotion on Thursday night. Promotion throughout the entire week.
1: Listen, I talked with uh, Zach Burek, who's uh, great guy. I'm a phenomenal guy over there with the the Flying Tigers. Yeah. The whole team over there, phenomenal people. And, and Zach was saying, look, the the Fourth of July game. That's that's the big one. Yes. Right. Interestingly enough, they just came off Father's Day. It's he said it's the first time you know he's been there. He's been there a while. He's like first time we've ever had Mother's Day and Father's Day. Like wow. We've never had a home game nice. during those days. And it usually, Father's Day in particular, because it's All-Star time. So mm-hmm. because of the delay in the All-Star game, it kind of shifted oh, them yeah. having that. But 4th of July is a big one for them, and they're really excited
2: about it. And that. future look-ahead. We're going to have Zach Burek on Sports Central TV July 29th,
1: really? I believe. Really? Going to recap on 4th of July and some yeah. other stuff coming up Absolutely. in the pipeline. So Should be, looking out be for good, that. good to have that. Um, another local team, Florida Tropics. Now. You know, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. Like, I did not realize indoor pick back up again. I'm like, buddy, no. The outdoor whoa, team. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> What are you talking about? We're talking about the outdoor team. Yeah. The outdoor Florida Tropics. And they played Lakeland United. So we got two Polk County teams First matching year up club. against each other. First-year club. Matching up against each other. What happened in that game, Mark? Yes, Big Monday tropics, night matchup.
2: Unfortunately. Well, I mean, depending on how you look at it, who you're a fan of. Uh, Lakeland beat Florida Tropics 2-1. to one, So the tropics season is over. But the Lakeland United team... Uh, their postseason conquest charges on. Yeah, they keep moving. And yeah. what? so the next matchup,
1: they're going to play AZ World, who is from Leg AZ World. Yep. That's an interesting name there. I wasn't ready for that. Leg AZ All World All the legs, ready to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're playing at Veldrum over there um, in the Haynes City area. So best of luck. Obviously, to Lakeland United. And uh, sorry to see that the Florida Tropics had their season Interesting
2: cut early. story I found on the ledger today on the Lakeland United. Uh, their coach, um, Tawan Salgado, he's a former Southeastern uh, soccer player. And really? he wanted to start a club in Lakeland to help uh, high schoolers, and if they were like in a transition year, continue their progress on the soccer field to earn their way to get a, scho- a, a college scholarship.
1: Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome stuff right there. Yeah. They love to hear, and they it.
2: have former the former uh, soccer player of the year, I think um, Armando Maldonado is on yeah. the uh, Lakeland United, so Are getting a lot of local talent as well. That's
1: awesome. Always great to keep the pipeline local and uh, continue to develop that talent. and Keep them here, right? Yeah. Ultimately, keep them here. And listen, speaking of having some some local talent, we got some other events, maybe not necessarily from local people, but people that are coming in from out of market to come into market, putting the heads and beds like we like to do. We love heads and beds year round, year round with all the different events we work with. We mentioned Miss Florida, that is going on. Uh, through the end of this week, and that's over at the RP Funding Center. To find out more, head to the RP Funding Center website. There are tickets available for some of those events. You could be on the lookout for that. Um, the NSA Summer State Tournament with National Softball Association, that is coming up this weekend. That's over at Bartow Softball Complex, Christina Park here in Lakeland, Auburndale Softball Complex in Auburndale, and Diamond Plex in Winter Haven. They are literally spread everywhere. I mean, that's, they are everywhere in the county pretty much.
2: And we saw some baseball in our backyard today. Uh, the org challenge by Perfect yeah. Game. Uh, they kicked off their weekend of play today, so had to see games as early as like 7:30. Yeah, they were they were out there. They early were today. before we were there. They were out there. early. they were out there getting started. Yeah, like wow, they are they're ready to go. <laughs> uh,
1: and then the final one, uh, the Waba Florida Championship. Yeah, you know, so that'll be here June 30th to July 3rd, right over that Fourth of July weekend. Uh, so we're, great, we're great in there.
2: wood bat tournament.
1: Yeah, a lot of baseball coming up. If you're a baseball fan, Auburndale, that's the. It place seems the like base. the
2: summer sport, baseball. Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Really cool. And Lake Myrtle just a beautiful complex, obviously, so you'll be able to catch a, a great game out there. Listen, no way for us to get to every event that's coming up, but if you head to www.centralfloridasports.com, that's going to be your site to find out about all the future sporting events coming up. But it's not just sporting events, right? Like There are other things that are going on in market that you want to know about. Well, head, That's Florida. Yeah. I mean, head to visit visitcentralflorida.org. That's where you're going to find out about those events. They're taking place in your area and your part of the community.
2: Is um, there a number to call if I didn't have access to the internet?
1: That's a very good question, Mark. There, in fact, is a number to call. Really? Oh, yeah. You can call 863-551-4750. Per usual, ask for Raylin. She's the one that is kind of the almanac, if you will. She's the encyclopedia of all the information. She knows the keeper so of things. many things. Really knows a lot of stuff. It's incredible. About anything, too. Hey, it doesn't even have to be about event. You no. just ask her something. Yeah. Hey, weather today. Oh, yeah, here's the update. Yeah. I mean, it's just unbelievable person she'll be able to kind of walk you through all those different nuances of our jobs events that are coming up etc anything that you would need um if you want to call like jimmy
2: josh jared
1: too <laughs> jimmy josh jared is there as well you can feel yeah. free to call him as well um but no seriously thanks to obviously everyone on the visit central florida side all the work they're doing with the miss florida event that's going on at rp funding center we appreciate you for listening for mark McCollum. shout
2: out to everyone listening shout out everyone listening very <laughs> yeah, good thank job you. listening I appreciate it
1: for mark McCollum, ryan buckley eric in the studio thank you for listening to sports central talk radio 96.7